today, Biden and his administration stumble and fall both literally and figuratively. We've got a lot coming up for you this Friday, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Friday. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor, and also Yakub Buyans, host of the Yakub Buyans Show. Thank you guys for being here. Um, whew, it's been a long week for Joe Biden. Um, I have a feeling he's going to spend the weekend eating lots of pudding in his basement. Um, it just seems like it's one thing after the other for him. So let's kind of go through this because really it kind of has been in a condensed 48 hours that a lot of these missteps, uh, criticisms, and I mean, again, missteps, I do mean literally as well as figuratively. Um, let's start by just touching on what happened after uh, this meeting with China. So Joe Biden is facing significant back backlash today following a meeting that uh, his administration, specifically Secretary of State Tony Blinken, had with uh, Chinese communist officials in Alaska, so on U.S. soil. Um, this meeting came at the request of the Biden administration and was their attempt at trying to restart bilateral relations with China. Uh, instead, after addressing some issues that the administration had with China, China just basically blatantly openly mocked us and they were like, yeah, you guys are not coming from a position of strength, so we don't really care what you have to say. Uh, here is a little bit of that exchange, watch. We'll also discuss our deep concerns with actions by China including in Xinjiang, Hong Kong, Taiwan, cyber attacks on the United States, economic coercion toward our allies. Each of these actions threaten the rules-based order that maintains global stability. Uh, well, you can't blame this problem on somebody else. I have to tell you, what I'm hearing is very different from what you described. Uh, I'm hearing deep satisfaction that the United States is back, that we're re-engaged with our allies and partners. I'm also hearing deep concern about some of the actions your government is taking. Well, I think we thought too well of the United States. We thought that the U.S. side will follow the necessary diplomatic protocols. So for China, it was necessary that we make our position clear. So let me say here that in front of the Chinese side, the United States does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength. Ooh. That is, uh, that's got to be embarrassing for uh, Joe Biden as well as Tony Blinken. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, uh, he brought with him an aide with purple hair. And the reports now today are that the Biden administration was furious that he brought an aide with purple hair to this meeting, uh, of course, because it was, you know, it sets them up for uh, more more jokes, more mocking from the Chinese Communist Party. Um, it's, I mean, gosh, who could have called that China would uh, see us in a position of weakness if Joe Biden were uh, elected president? I think what you're seeing here is, um, and it's regardless of uh, or less about who is president, I think that's part of it. But a lot of it has to do with, I think, just American c culture in general. 
over the last uh, years. It's not just with the like advocacy of uh, of social justice, but I think with the connectivity that we now have of of, of social media, mm-hmm. I think it's gotten to a lot of these people's heads, including leaders and politicians or leaders. I use that loosely um, and, and politicians where they think how we view things here and how we interact is how the rest of the world, and that's the way the, the other people, uh, especially when you consider other superpowers, how they see it. And it's simply not. And that's really, it's eye-opening and it has to be, and it should be, for everybody to see to see that. Like, they don't look at the uh, U.S. government like we look at the U.S. government or like we look at America in general. Mm-hmm. That's a very powerful statement when you up and tell someone, and it's not like from afar. He's yeah, on their own soil. Yeah. Like, yeah, not only on that, our, on our land. to Alaska and he told him to you, for you ain't even in a position mm-hmm. to talk from a position uh, 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 of strength. Like, that's a powerful thing. I looked at it when I when I first initially saw it, I was like, ballsy, yeah. but in the same respects, it, it, it has to. I'm looking at it like I'm hoping everybody else is also seeing this. People within this country. Not about uh, uh, if we're trying to incite a war or anything with China. No, it's about maybe this stuff that w- we look at on a daily basis isn't necessarily real life. Maybe um, it's uh, there's there's a larger, there's a broader context that we need to look at that specifically when we talk about international uh, uh, relationships. And it's not as uh, uh, pretty and put in a bowl as we'd like to think that it is, especially when dealing with China. Mm-hmm. And that's what that particular instance mm-hmm. showed you that they don't and you may you may think getting purple hair weirdos it's in, in these positions of power is something that may be beneficial uh but when it comes to actually influencing people specifically in the international stage uh yeah. that that, 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 not had, so that much. yeah not so much yeah. what we're seeing here is this is a this is a mirror that's being held up by china and you know i'm not a fan of china right. But this is a moment, this is a wake-up call for Americans, right? Where they're holding a mirror up and saying, you've put yourself, America, in a cultural bubble, right? Yeah, and you're, short, you're short-sighted and you die on heels that you shouldn't die on. Mm-hmm. And we focus on big picture long-term. Now, yes, they're communist, but they are big picture long-term. Mm. This is the same country that said you will only have one child, you know? That kind of dominance we never want to have here. But this is a mirror showing we take the freedoms we have in this country for granted and we actually turn on on one another and we bring these conversations in that really should be side conversations. Bigger picture, move the nation forward, unite the nation, move the country forward. So for that matter, this time, this is round one to China. Mm. Absolutely. Biden should be embarrassed. This is a misrepresentation of a military because, trust me, he's speaking from a power perspective. He's speaking from a nation versus nation. He's not speaking at a Joe Biden level. They don't don't respect Joe Biden. This is a we are going to be the new superpower Mm -hmm. because you don't even come from a place of strength. This is economy. This is natural resources. This is military. That was a bold statement and on u.s soil mm-hmm. that's bold which was a bold statement in itself in itself just right? having yeah and, and and trust me that guy who spoke goes back and he answers to leadership mm-hmm. if he so misstepped you know they even wear the same suits when they go into meetings i mean if he so misstepped he would be axed and so for them to sit there and go you bring an aid <laughs> you make a mockery of this meeting mm-hmm. with us you can't respect us enough to bring your best 
You're going to come fight me as the champ? You bring your best. How am I going to respect you? I'm going to sit on your soil and tell you I don't respect you. It's, it's an That's embarrassment wild, you know? yeah. and it's a misrepresentation. The administration is misrepresenting our people, but America has to break this cultural bubble we're in because the rest of the world does not do That's life true. the way we're doing yep. it. Mm -hmm. All good points. Uh, so speaking of looking weak, um, Joe Biden, this is this is a little bit tough to watch. Um, let's first control. Let's play uh, Joe Biden earlier today walking on Air Force One uh, had a little bit of a stumble and fall. Let's watch that. Oh, just keeps going. You got to wonder what he was checking there uh, as he finally was able to uh, to get himself up. It looked like he was checking to see how bad it was. Um, yeah, if you go back and look. So he stumbles once, twice, three times, falls all the way on his knees. And then he's like, am I bleeding? Nope, I'm good. Is at least what it looks like. Um, now, this was it. It's a little tough for me personally to watch only because I, I do strongly believe what I think we have been saying on this show. I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I do think the guy is not all there. I do think that he's deteriorating. I do think at this point what the Democrats are doing and what they did during the campaign season of propping him up, knowing that he was uh, kind of leaving us before our very eyes, I think is really elder abuse. Um, but, you know, you got to wonder how bad it's getting, because not only did that just happen this morning, we also had uh, President Biden, not the first time, calling Kamala Harris, of course, his vice president, calling her President Harris. Watch. Now, when President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona not long ago. I mean, I get it. Like people have gaffes. I know I'm sure you guys are going to blame it on his stutter out there. Those on the left, everything he does, they're like, well, did you know he has a stutter? You rude ableist person like, OK, well, it wasn't a stutter when he called uh, Kamala President Harris. It wasn't a stutter when he fell. Um, should should we be well, should we be worried because. Uh, you know, Joe Biden, obviously, we don't want anything bad to happen to the man. But also, like, I don't think Kamala Harris in charge of everything is any better than a President Biden. So, Eric. Yeah, I mean, people, you got to look at it in context. You know, I feel I got stairs in my house. I don't feel up and down them bad boys. Like, I do that all the time. Oh, I do, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but when you consider it yes, in the context, everything that's everything been happening, in context, that's, that's yeah. what people are going to look at. And it makes sense. Now, I don't know why he kept trying to speed up up them up the damn stairs. I have no idea why. Why he didn't just after he tripped the first time slow down. That's what I generally do when I fall up the stairs. I'm like, all right, man, I need to take it easy a little bit. And, all right, you know, get okay, my get but, my momentum back. Okay. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going. I'm, okay. And he just stumbles over. To okay, but times. just to play devil's advocate here, I do know um, if if you fall in front of people like publicly mm -hmm. and you know that they're watching, yes. you know, sometimes people have a tendency to be like, that That's nothing true. happened. I no what no. I I wasn't fall. I wasn't falling. I'm, everything's fine. Yeah. And I wonder if that's what yeah, was going maybe he's head. like because yeah he's not he can't be as oblivious as we may think he is in general. We can't think that he's uh, oblivious to the point to where he doesn't know that the eyes are certainly on him. I think that's why they they're looking down. I think it was less about checking if he was bleeding and the embarrassment, <laughs> like just like 
All right, I'll be looking, see, y'all. It's something else had to cause me to fall. It wasn't just me just just tripping. Oh, something else yeah. was on, the, on my leg. Maybe uh, the demons came from the stairs and grabbed me or something like that. Kamala oiled that bad yeah, boy yeah. up. He's like, oh, no, it had to be something else. But no, yeah, looking at it in context, that's what we, we're going to look at. And when you consider that, in addition to the other gaffes, like, yes, you got to take his age and everything into uh, consideration. And then because he's been in the public eye, for for so long, we have a, a direct compare and contrast, which I, think, I don't think a lot of people seem to want to point out. Yes, obviously, you're not the same person you are when you're younger versus when you're older. But when it comes to like mental state and capacity, you could he's been in the public eye for a very long time. You could go watch his like this ain't the same man. Mm-hmm. This is not the same guy that we're dealing with. So. It makes sense for people considering that his age and not everybody's like that. I don't know if you guys want the great Thomas Sowell. He's as sharp as I don't know what. And he's like 90 years old, you know, so not everybody is like that. But of course, when you get up there in age, for those of us that have parents and grandparents, we know that we expect that. And I don't think it's irrational. And this is what, what gets me with the Democrats and a lot of these leftists when that's being pointed out or rather that being a concern, they act like, no, it's just you're crazy mm-hmm. or you're being an ableist or something nutty like that as if it's gaslighting as if we don't see what's going on here. Also, also, Yaku, even, um, you know, not only are they doing that, but that's after President Trump walks down a slippery right. ramp because it was raining and he's wearing leather soles and you get headlines from The New York Times like Trump's halting walk down ramp raises new health questions. Uh, And then they point out, of course, how old he is. They said the president also appeared to have trouble raising a glass of water to his mouth during a speech at West Point a day before he turned 74. The oldest a president has been in his first term. Yeah. So and, and, and here you come. So it's, it's that whole thing of, look, you fire those kind of shots. Then when the table turns, yep. that funny thing in life, the table, just that <laughs> pendulum swings back, know, don't it? That lazy Susan on the table, it just turns and it comes. <laughs> here we are. No, of course, we don't celebrate it when people fall. You know, some people might. We all fall. Yeah. It's a natural human condition that when you know people are watching, you go, I'm going to fix it <laughs> to speed up. Um, He's always I, trying to run, though. Yeah, but Can we I, just, he's always yeah, trying to run. Yeah, he and goes they, out his way com- to just jog for no reason. I look yeah, at they it commented this way, on though. it, too. Is he's yeah. walking three feet to the podium and, and, and he's, he's running. Kind of you're like, okay, we get it. You're trying to look like you're spry. Yeah. I, I look at that situation with context, taking all things into consideration, the hypocrisy, the attack that, I mean, how many times did they play President Trump's just careful walk down the ramp with letter shoes, etc.? I look at that a little differently. I look at it from this perspective. It just reiterates to me again, where he thinks he's at, not just physically, but emotionally, cognitively, and and what is reality is not connecting. I think, yes, he probably was checking his shin. He probably took a big, nice bang on his (laughs) shin. But I also do think in that moment, he thought, why aren't my legs working Mm -hmm. the way I think they're working? There's a disconnect. There is a Are cognitive- these damn things still attached or what? <laughs> no, I mean this seriously. There's neurons that have to fire. Yeah. So when I move my finger, it tells the message goes. Uh, yeah. The message can be delayed. Yeah. There's delay. Yeah. There's delay. There's t- it's not an oopsie President Harris. That's not a stutter. Right. There is a, we've seen this. There's a misfire and that's not his fault. This is why I will say it's abuse. It, it's, it's, to your point, not everybody goes through that, but some do. Yeah. And so if you know, if you're his team, you go, President Biden, you're walking 
up the stairs and hold the rail. Mm-hmm. Help the man. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah. They're not helping this guy. It's almost like they go, oh, we're going to have a mishap tomorrow again. It's, to me, it feels like a setup. Mm. It's like they're setting him up six months in. They go, sorry, you're not fit. Come, President Harris. Well, I wonder, I wonder if part of it, too, though, is that, you know, they may be like, well, you also don't want to rush to his aid because then it would be like uh, quietly wrong. admitting that something was yeah. wrong. And so they probably were kind of frozen, like, do we wait and see if he sorts this out or do we go help him? I don't know. It's tough to say. Uh, but just one more thing on that before before we have to go to break. Um, let's play because I do think that it's important to remember, um, you know, Democrats have set a lot of rules. They have set the standard for the past four years, and I think that it's important that we um, hold them to their own standards, specifically Joe Biden, who made it a point to tell us that uh, the way you walk and whether or not you stumble is, in fact, a qualification for whether or not you should be president. Listen to a flashback of Joe Biden. Look at how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. Okay, come on. Uh, My favorite part of that is the reporter in the background laughing. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) You're saying President Trump can't walk. (laughs) Who's laughing now? Hmm. Uh, All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bonner Wines. Uh, So if you have not yet tried these wines, you have to. They keep running out, um, but luckily, I think that they have a little more in stock. They've got these vineyards down in Argentina at 9,000 feet. All right, this is world-class wine. It is 90-point wine. Um, And let me just tell you, If you maybe you're trying to be more healthy this year or maybe you have a spouse who's nagging you to be more healthy and you're like, oh, I just want to drink wine and eat steak and stuff like that. Well, let me tell you, not only does this wine taste incredible, it's got notes of blackberry, dark cherry, leather, smoke. By the way, they go great with steak. They are also way healthier than your average wine. It's got less sugar, it's got less additives, it's got less chemicals, and it's got way more resveratrol, which is really, really good. It boosts, uh, like, all, it helps you live longer. Honestly, it's great for your heart. Um, So you can sell your spouse on this, or you can say, you know what? I'm going to be healthy, and I'm going to drink some Bonner wine. You're welcome. All you have to do is go to cowgirlwine2021.com. Right now, they've just got another shipment of these wines in. you got to get them before they go away again. Um, I know that they ran out like maybe a month ago. They were out, and we couldn't even promote them because everyone wanted them. Now they're back in stock. Don't sleep on this. You will get 50% off the wine and 50% off of the shipping. You don't even need a promo code as long as you go to cowgirlwine2021.com. That is cowgirlwine2021. Representative Linda Sanchez of California uh, yesterday said that she doesn't think that journalists should be granted access to federal facilities where migrant children are being held near the the southern border. Now, of course, this comes uh, after a huge debacle within the Biden administration, them constantly saying, encouraging uh, immigrants to come over, promising amnesty for millions of illegal immigrants, and then wondering how they got to have a crisis on the border with an influx of people coming in. Uh, But regardless of that, You can't see what's really going on in there. They don't want you to see the kids in cages and containers and the actual crisis that is going on. So here's Linda Sanchez saying, uh, yeah, journalists should not be allowed in there. Watch. 
Um, I will tell you that under the Trump administration, members of Congress were not allowed inside these facilities. So if the president is not allowed inside... It doesn't. It, it, you know, it, it just doesn't mean anything now. Respectfully, Congresswoman. I mean, clearly, you were upset about that lack of transparency. Are you concerned about this lack of transparency? Sure. Well, again, when you have numbers in the in the numbers that we see, and we have facilities that are appropriate for children, but because of COVID protocols, you can't fill them to capacity. You have to have social distancing. (laughs) They are trying to process children as quickly as they can. And no, these detention facilities at the border were not meant for children. Children are meant to be in licensed facilities, but because of the numbers and because of the social distancing that's required, they are Mm. doing the best that they can. And I don't necessarily think that it's appropriate for journalists to be inside um, centers that are that are are not permanent pla- places for children, that children are not placed there permanently, they're processed out of um, those facilities as quickly okay. as possible and as quickly as the facilities will allow. When you lost the CNN host, yeah. you know you done bad. Yeah. All right, you completely lost this woman. She's like, uh, um, is this lady serious right now? You guys are filling these facilities 729% over their legal capacity, and you have the nerve to cite COVID and social distancing as the reason why people should not be allowed in these facilities. Also, d- am I remembering this wrong, or did the squad not visit a facility, and that was when AOC Absolutely. started talking about the awful yeah. conditions? Did, did I? Yeah. No, there were, there were multiple visits reporters went in there <laughs> like was, there was I'm, i could be misremembering but scene of two documentaries that was shot on the border mm. you know friend of mine did one of them there was access that's nonsense Cruz, marsha blackburn multiple of them you know senate okay. congress Good. house visited the border during the trump administration that's total you know pass the blame nonsense and by the way hold on let me just add to this um this this news comes after the Biden administration, there was already a report that came out that said that they gave an unofficial gag order to uh, all of the Border Patrol, like not to talk to reporters. So this is not the first report we've heard or someone outright saying uh, the journalists should not have a, a light into what's going on here. No, this is a, that's an admission of guilt, 100 percent. Like, don't bring them in because if they really see what's going on here, she said because of social distancing, excuse <laughs> like, me. You guys are not social on, distancing. They're, they're in on there. top of each other at, like sardines in a can to the point where now they're being by FEMA order placed in Dallas Mm -hmm. and in other cities around the country without seeking the governor's approval by the The way governor the city planner the state Glenn did a great piece Mm -hmm. on this Glenn Beck did right there's nobody in our city I'm there tomorrow I'm at the facility tomorrow yeah I'm there tomorrow okay and I'm telling you you have to understand what's happening they're bringing these young men into Dallas they don't really know are they under 17 or not are they minors or not and here's the kicker they're not going to lock the doors. They can come and go as they please. Mm-hmm. So good luck having those guys return back. But no, they created a nightmare on the border to the capacity where they can't house the, the unaccompanied minors. And now they're dishing them out to these conservative cities around the country. And this is a, 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 an admission of guilt knowing if a reporter were to get in there, right, it would be horrifying to really see what's going on. I, I, uh, one question for you on the Dallas situation. Do yeah. you know, because I heard a county commissioner say uh, that he did not believe that they are being tested for COVID. The Biden administration said we're going to test them, but there's no sign that in Dallas they're being tested for COVID if, if they're here. 
or were tested on the border. They're not being tested on the border. They can't be. Mm -hmm. they're flowing so they're in. bringing them here and allowing Supposedly them to come and go come and, and not test testing them, here, them. But they're not in the convention center under lockdown. Now, right, now right. The convention center now, for all purposes, has become a federal building now, all of a sudden. Yeah. Dallas PD, nobody can do anything. FEMA, order of FEMA, it's a federal building. But it's open. They can come and go as they please. It, it's insanity. It's absolutely insane. So no, my belief is they're not being tested. Okay, Eric. All this is, is uh, look, they had taken advantage of this whole situation with the last administration. Mm -hmm. um, they had presented themselves as the pro-immigrant party, and uh, they took the pro-immigrant position. On the campaign trail, this is what, what was the leading talking point. Didn't he say something about like the first hundred days or something? He wasn't going to do deportations or something. Yeah. It was something crazy. Yeah, something like that. This is what they led with. And they demonized, of course, Trump. But that was because it was advantageous for them to do so. And I think people need to understand that. I'm not trying to convince the leftists. No, I'm talking about the people that are looking at this maybe from a more central position. That was just because it was advantageous to them. I talked about previous times on this show, even the Obama administration, how they handled. I'd encourage people to look at that. But it's no longer politically expedient anymore because now it's it's you have the control. Right. Mm -hmm. So whether it be the same thing, slightly worse, that's a problem. So they don't want that transparency because all it does is puts a dent in everything it is that they have been saying. I don't think it's as complicated as, uh, as uh, some other people are making it. I think it's as simple as that. It looks bad. They know it looks bad. Yeah, yeah. And they don't want to be seen as definitely hypocrites because they had used those people that took the pro-immigration. And I don't even say it's pro-immigration. It's more... I, it, it's this kind of quasi like virtue signal kind of position. They don't really think about it rationally what mm -hmm. this position actually means. Well, they never means. think of an application. Yeah. Uh, How yeah, do no, we yeah, actually do this? Exactly. I think that's more of a, <laughs> an, an appropriate way to. Uh, so it's, it's, it's looking at it just at a surface level mm -hmm. position. Either way, there are a lot of advocates definitely on the left that highlight that position. So now it's not politically politically expedient. Now it's not advantageous. So they don't want eyes on that because it simply looks bad. That's the only reason why you would do it. Because imagine spending the last uh, four years, especially talking about like kids in cages and, and these uh, these bad conditions. A when, concentration camps. Yeah, concentrate like calling them all yeah, sorts of yeah. things. And then now that you have the control. Either the same thing is going, or maybe because you encourage it, it gets worse mm -hmm. because you don't have the uh, economic capacity to even house these people. So it's worse than even maybe maybe that's a case of what we're dealing with. That's the only reason why they don't want eyes on it. Yeah, I'm going there tomorrow just real quick because yeah. there's a flood, a flood of predatorial traffic at the moment online of people coming to Dallas this weekend. Right. Coming to Dallas, knowing that young boys can come and go in a center. Who's going to have to deal with that? Dallas PD. Dallas mm -hmm. PD, you, by God's grace, may this not happen. But I'm telling you, this thing is going to get ugly fast. These are undocumented, no birth certificates. If one of them go out and commits a crime, or one of them go out and gets raped, gets snatched, gets into the trafficking unit, you've got a situation on your hand that you can't control. Mm. We talk about thousands Right. This is reckless by this government. Absolutely reckless. Yeah.
All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. What I have right here, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to pay close attention to. This is something that they just restocked with, and you are going to want to go get some. It's Built Puffs. So um, these are like marshmallowy. They're like very fluffy. Um, they're made with collagen, so they've got the, you know, the, the fluffiness. Um, this is churro marshmallow flavor. And it's 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, uh, 5 grams of sugar. And um, it's just something that you're really going to want to put uh, in your mouth right away, mm -hmm. if I'm being so honest. Uh, so if those of you who have not yet tried Built Bar, go to the website, find this uh, Built Puffs, and get them before they run out, which they did before. They will again, so make sure that you get it. But uh, if you have not heard, Built Bar is the answer to an actually tasty protein bar. Uh, if you are looking for something to snack on, if you are looking for something to help you lose weight, whatever the case may be, all of them are covered in 100% chocolate, and um, they're all delicious. They taste like candy bars, Low calorie, high protein, good for keto diets. I do keto. I eat like way too many of these a day probably, but I'm doing fine because they're good for you. You can go to builtbar.com, use promo code NEWS15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is NEWS15 at B-U-I-L-T bar.com. Don't forget your Built Puffs, okay? Builtbar.com. Back in a minute. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, is defending today the administration's policy on marijuana use by employees uh, after a report surfaced that said that dozens of young staffers were suspended or asked to resign because of past use of the drug. Again, that's past use of the drug. Uh, Saki wrote in a series of tweets that only five people who had started working at the White House had lost their jobs because of the administration's policy on past marijuana use. She said, we announced a few weeks ago that the White House had worked with the security service to update the policies to ensure that past marijuana use wouldn't automatically disqualify staff from serving in the White House. As a result, more people will serve who would not have in the past with the same level of recent drug use. Um, but it's interesting because I feel like, don't we have a vice president who was like, oh, mm -hmm. I, we were smoking weed and listening to Tupac. <laughs> uh, and so it's weird because I don't see them asking her to resign. No, nah, that policy, it doesn't surprise me, man. Look, um, these you're talking about guys that have manned the fort when it comes to this whole drug war. Uh, and, and really Biden has been kind of the centerpiece of the of that. So considering that it's his administration, that doesn't surprise me uh, certainly at all. But look, man, these guys, I feel like have to get there, like people that support Biden, but also want to work for his administration. I feel like these lumps are, I won't say deserving, but I think it's more of. You sh yeah, you could have expected it, but sometimes people have to find out the hard way. Like, mm. This is who these guys are. They can sit up and talk around it and all of, all of that. And that's what she does best. Circling back um, is, is what they do. It's the same. It's like it's me repeating what I said in the last segment. It's that these guys lead with one thing. Mm -hmm. and when it comes to what is actually actionable, yeah. it's a completely different thing. It sounds good. They Democrats have mastered. And again, when I talk about who has been in a centerpiece of this, because he's been uh, in public figure, uh, in terms of government for a very long time, Joe Biden, they have mastered the art of having useful idiots. Mm -hmm. um, definitely when it comes to like that, that short to medium term. So 
All right, we know that this is the demographic that we are going to need to get a hold of for the sake of winning this election. That's it. And they'll use it, right? Mm-hmm. So if it, if it means getting out in front of, uh, would it be the policy on drugs, which I've criticized Trump on, I, I said that they should have took a hard stance on that, on marijuana specifically, uh, yet they didn't. Um, and I think that actually cost them and a lot of people disagree with me. That's neither here nor there. But they had used and they had took it, taken advantage of it. Like, hey, look at us. We're the pro or the in the drug war party. Right. Um, and here we go. It's a lot of the same uh, bull crap, especially at the federal level, um, which is where most of the, the criminal acts happen when it comes to this particular subject matter. So I think these lumps are deserving. These people are sh- stupid. I, get, I tell them, say it all the time. I, I can't miss for words on that. These people go and support people that only use them uh, for the particular advantage. In that case, we had the immigrants, uh, black, definitely, I mean, Democrats and black people, we already know, know how that works. Those guys get thrown by the wayside almost yeah. immediately like yep. after yep. after they get in office but that's what they do right it's like they will they are raging hypocrites but they're not stupid enough to understand that it's more of we know we're hypocrites we just don't care you we got the w now so yeah, yeah it's the song tell me tell us what we want to hear right yeah. so they'll tell you what and it's just ironic because vice president kamala harris mm-hmm. her arrest record of contraband mm-hmm. material right, in her mm-hmm. district was sk- skyrocketed yeah. from yeah. any predecessor, right? She puffs puffs on the side a little bit, right? Now in the White House, we got a high White House. <laughs> high, well, the White House has never been higher, folks. <laughs> we should be happy. They're flying high, you know? <laughs> M- maybe that's why Joe couldn't make it up the stairs, right? <laughs> Look, they've lost control of their own narrative. Yep. They've completely lost control because they way over-promised in multiple directions, yes. right? Yes. And they can't make good on what they promised because you can't run a society on what they promised. You can't run a society where healthcare is free for everybody. It just flat out doesn't work. Where um, we're going to change the drug rules and the, uh, empty all prisons at the same mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. but not have crime, open the borders, but nobody's going to get hurt. Oh, forget about human trafficking. It's not really real. And we, we promise you all this. And, and now it's pay up time. Mm-hmm. That's why you even see a CNN sup- uh, reporter organically reacting to, oh, S-H-I-T. <laughs> yeah. put what it. did we do here? Yeah. Yeah. How do we pivot now? There's no pivot. You, you've, you've, you've gone and broken it all. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it is. It, I would love to get in the minds of these people because I feel like ever since, what was it, a couple days after Joe Biden took office and we were already talking about the level of Biden uh, regret. Yeah, Biden, you know, fatigue because yeah. there was the $2,000 stimulus check that all these people who, by the way, stupidly, I mean, they are useful idiots, stupidly chose to vote for Joe right. Biden, chose to, you know, do the things that they did because they thought that they were going to get more money. And then they're like, oh, crap, wait. Um, you know, and then the people who lost their jobs on the Keystone XL pipeline. I mean, these this was days after he was inaugurated and we were already talking about all of the people that it's he had made mad. It's now, ju- yeah, that's, it's ju- yeah, it just keeps getting more in, and more. It feels like more. he's been president know, for a right? year. We're only two months in, baby. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting started. That's what people need to understand. Oh. Like we just, this yeah. just not getting started. If he already threw y'all under the bus, 
He's uh, went back on promises, and two months in, oh man, we in for it. Y'all guys in for a rude awakening by even six hey, months, half a within year. Within 60 days, we went from heavyweight champ of the world to you don't even have enough firepower to be in the ring with me, says China. I mean, we've fallen far yeah. quick. Woo, it's going to be a long, uh, what, four, three and a half, longer than three and a half years. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Amazing. It's gonna age us all like oh my 80 God. years. Only two months. I'm gonna tell people like, yeah, it know it feels like forever. We're only two months in. The CDC has uh, once again changed their guidance on uh, anything related to coronavirus. This time, it is now they are saying that uh, students in schools can sit just three feet apart in the classroom now. Uh, as long as they wear masks, okay, because we're going to be wearing masks until the day we die. In fact, I think we're probably going to be wearing masks when we go into the grave. <laughs> Those of you who don't choose wanna, to be buried. Be that no, you never know. Right. Exactly. I mean, you could I take precautions when the zombie apocalypse happens, you could get up as a zombie and then infect people with coronavirus, and we don't want that happening. So we will be masked, I think, forever. But uh, now they're saying three feet instead of six feet uh, during regular co-minglings at school. So they said it removes recommendations for plastic shields or other barriers between desks. It advises at least three feet of space between desks in elementary schools, even in places where the community spread is high. As long as they take other precautions, uh, three feet in middle and high schools, and of course, six feet should still be maintained in common areas like lobbies uh, and when they're eating. And, you know, if there's people talking, uh, singing, choir practice, you should still maintain the six feet. It's they're very slowly inching uh, back into, oh, crap, we were wrong and we have to revise this. Because, by the way, don't know if you guys know this, but um, in the UK, they've always said three feet. It's it's around three feet. They said, what, a meter? Is that how they measure oh, yeah, it? They measure it differently. Than yeah. Um, but it's like around three feet. Um, and they the CDC guidance, of course, was the reason that so many schools were shut down, because when you have 25, 30 students to a class, they don't have the room to separate everyone six feet apart. And they couldn't figure out how to do it because they didn't have the space. And now the CDC is like, well, we've ruined your children's lives. But uh, I guess maybe, you know, you could minimize this just a little bit maybe get it back to school i don't know if they're still alive mm-hmm. yeah, i mean it's riding, it's, it, it's it is it is so enraging to me yeah, they're riding to the core and i can uh, understand the people that are out there that are parents looking at this and being like what in the hell is going on yeah. like these people are not only ruining these kids lives but they're playing with them pulling um just rules and reg- regulations just completely out of their behinds. It's child abuse yeah, for the people yeah, who yeah. actually, for the kids who have to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you see these pictures that surface from these yeah, schools, and it's, and it's child I mean, abuse. Even with the whole, like, uh, even with the shield thing, yes. the fact that people just thought that was just okay when yeah. that was a thing. Like, it's, it, it's bizarre, but this idea, and I want people to understand this, I'm a big advocate of decentralization for this, this reason. Now, I know that CDC, in a lot of cases, has been this kind of quasi-regulatory body where it's like guidelines, recommendations. But, yeah. but, you know, it's always, there'll be funding tied to it here and all mm-hmm. of these sorts of ways. There's these ways to enforce it that aren't necessarily direct. But I would think that people see ha- have to see a problem with that idea, definitely now, that we look to this, uh, I don't I mean, yep, th- these people look at t- to this as if it's God, it's yep. gospel, yep. right? So mm-hmm. 
we have to sit here and wait for them to give us permission. Exactly. No matter what the data, because often the data that they use, and we know that most of the time it's a judgment call mm-hmm. anyway. It's not mm-hmm. even by, by way it. of data. They've already admitted that. Mm-hmm. Like Frauchi, Frauchi himself mm-hmm. has, has admitted that. But we look at that. I would imagine that America has to see this now, the ones that are rational, not the ones that have this like religious cling to the state as, okay. maybe it's a problem that we have entrusted all of these people, not all of these people, just this this one body, Mm -hmm. the CDC, to allow the entire. It sounds crazy. The entire country, they said guidelines for and to say, okay, well, this is how. Or now this is appropriate right? in terms yeah. of how you can co- uh, mingle um, as children. Never mind the data hasn't even shown that these people are spreading it um, and what have you. The goalposts keep shifting. They'll, con- they'll con- uh, you know, go back on it, hip- be hypocritical uh, in terms of the policies yesterday. You know, they'll change it on the next day. There's a problem. There's a fundamental issue with that. And people have to abandon this moronic idea on a serious note. That just because it comes from an authorized federal government body does not mean that it's gospel. It doesn't mean that it's just. And it certainly doesn't mean that it's righteous. There are experts in this field that do not work for the government. Okay, that have just as much experience as these people that have been saying you wouldn't know they exist. It's not like they're going to highlight them that have been saying this is insane since March. Yeah. And they've been shunned and they've been they've been frowned upon like that has to get addressed. Guys, stop looking to them as if they are gospel. And I would say that uh, not being part of the government group makes you more credible, Bingo. not less. Yaku. hundred percent more credible, more experienced, by the way. Fauci hasn't seen a patient in right. a doctor's office in 15 years. Yeah. OK, out of touch. Rand Paul Fauci oh, man. questions mm-hmm. him. Right. Yeah. And, he, and Fauci goes, well, you got to you wear a mask after you vaccinated. Double mask Fauci after you vaccinated. Rand Paul goes, why? Why, there's not a single case. And he says variants, South Africa. He pulls up South Africa variants, five people, by the way. (laughs) Which is very racist, I was told. Yeah, very racist. To say where where it came from. Yeah, so not a single variance case in the U.S. and no variance death. So 100% virtue signaling because there's two ways to get respect. It's through fear and indoctrination, right? Or it's mutual. It's it's earned, right? Mm -hmm. They can't earn respect. Mm -hmm. They use fear. COVID is a fear doctrine here. And I'm right? glad, but to speak on that, Rand Paul called it what it was, theater. And I'm yeah. glad, he, I'm glad he used that specific Absolutely. term. And in fact, you went, oh, here you go with the theater again. It He's is right. theater. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Hollywood. It's all Hollywood in the CDC. He's the spokesperson of the CDC. There's absolutely zero evidence, right, for you to be wearing a mask right now, period, Never mind being vaccinated or having the antibodies like I personally do because I just contracted it and dealt with it uh, just the natural way. Mm. Like just we saying, have been doing natural forever. immunity. Golly, who would have thought? <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. It's like it doesn't exist no. anymore. You can't. Because, oh, the variants, the variants. That's, that's, the, new, that's the new thing. All right. Don't forget, if you uh, have not yet gone to wherever you get your audio podcast, subscribe, rate and review the news and why it matters. Uh, it will help more people find the show so that they then can listen to it. And uh, you also may see your review read live on air. We've got one today from Tommy. 
1531. Thank God for this show. Every day I tune in to the news and why it matters. Thank you for all that y'all do. It is truly a blessing to see and hear from y'all. And I will continue to be a consistent listener while I eat my Built Bars. You guys are blowing up the podcast reviews with Built Bar recommendations. I love it. And Yaku is, is yeah. I mean, he's eating I'm the, eating it on the, the Built set. Puff. He really is. <laughs> Built like, Bar. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Send me good. some. Send me some. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, we really appreciate all of your support. Uh, by the way, make sure that you catch Young Rippa 59. Come on. Also known as Eric July on YouTube, uh, on Odyssey, yes. on everything, everything website, Instagram, find him on Twitter. Yeah, everything. He posts stuff on Twitter that's going to, like, I just die laughing every time I read an Eric July tweet. And he can grow a beard. Uh, Yes, he can. Also, don't forget to check out Yakubuyans on YouTube, on Instagram. Uh, Free space. Yes, free space as well. Make sure to download it in the App Store. Okay. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.